Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Ask Melvin anything. Hey, everybody. Welcome to AMA. I am Mike, and I am here with the... uh, I always try to come up with something to describe you, Melvin, and I don't know... um, Two-gun sheriff in a one-horse town? Does that... You like that? Is that good? (laughs) (laughs) That went right over my head, Mike. You know, I was going to say thanks for helping make the world a better place, but I don't know if you made it. I just I just made that up, so I don't know. I don't know if that's that's a thing or not. I can just see you like sitting on the back of a horse, you know, and you going to the delivery, you know, to get your supplies and stuff. And um, you know, the the saloon is next door, so you check in with the old the old prospectors. And <laughs> you ever wanted to be in the old west? Yeah, I've been thrown from a horse. So have you? Yeah, I used to be deathly allergic to horses. Right. Yeah. Uh, it was their dander that that caused uh, me to swell up and, and itch. In modern days, that's not a uh, a real big showstopper. But man, just if, you know, how many generations ago? And well, that's and- what I'm saying. Like if you if you were in the old West and you were allergic to horses, what did you do? <laughs> I mean, uh, you know. The, we could we could ask Casey or, or mules and horses got the same dander. <laughs> I don't think so. I think mules dander is is one that can't be replicated, and horses dander can or something. I, so, I don't. So you you'd have to, to because, be one of the freaks on a on a mule riding into town, Mark. Well, I'd be in that I'd be in that wagon train full of uh, like carnival freaks that go from town to town, you know, and <laughs> they make two bits and then leave town in the middle of the night or whatever. Right. Right. That's the group I would be with, and I'd probably be happy with that. Dang, would you be dating the bearded lady? Uh, well, she's she's already married to the little strong man, so oh yeah, I don't, yeah, I about I don't, that. Don't want to get in the in the way of that, right? Right. So uh, now that we got our pleasantries out of the way, um, what are we talking about? Are you listening? I, I am. What are we talking about? Are you really listening? I am. What are we talking about? And that's it, Mike. That's the ask Melvin anything. Are you listening? Yeah. You know, I think about that and I fall into this category. I'm I'm not, you know, a lot of things I bring up and and people may think I'm pointing the finger, but really, uh, you know, how many times have you, Mike, and how many times have I, Melvin, say good morning to somebody and say, how are you? And they say something and you say, how are you again? Because you weren't listening. Yeah. Yeah. That's absolutely right. And and so, you know, it means so much to us to to be heard. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, there's, um, you know, are, so are you listening? You know, something that I tried and I've been doing it for years is um, I'd, I'd say, see Mike and I say, hey, Mike, what's got you excited? Mm-hmm. And because you've got to sneak through Brokia's area to to wake up your mind, you know, the recipient's mind. Sure. And because if you just say, how are you today? Then, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, it's become the it's it's just become this this pleasantry that we say without even meaning it. You know, I mean, when you ask somebody how they are, they, you know, everybody's just going to say, oh, "I'm fine." How about you? Oh, I'm fine. Right. And that, it just it doesn't mean anything. And I, they just lost their dog this morning. You know, so yeah, they're not exactly. fine, but they don't say that. You know, right, right. No, I um I, I find myself increasingly have to having to concentrate on conversations when I have them. Sure. Uh, you know, with the phone and the TV and the computer and all the stuff, it just uh, there's so many ways to get distracted while you're having a conversation and not really uh, take in what people are saying. You yeah. know, it's 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 one thing to hear somebody, but to actually take it in and process it. That's a different thing. I I have to practice that with my wife. Like I. If I'm staring at her mouth or something as she's speaking, I gotta, I gotta like really focus because, I mean, I, I love her to death. Don't get me wrong, but uh, sometimes the the conversation is not exactly what I'm looking for at that time, you know. Um, um, but I, I'm very lucky in um, the fact that she is she's she tells interesting stories. And so I, I do enjoy that part of it. Sure. But sometimes, sometimes a conversation like that, and as far as listening goes, is is just about getting things out too. So I make it a I make it a practice that every day I just ask her, so how'd your day go? Was there anything that happened? And then normally she'll start with something like, no, not really. And then she'll launch into this thing that goes on for about an hour. And so um I tell her that I, I I enjoy listening to that stuff because I know she's going to do the same thing for me. Right. And that, that I think is what I was trying to get to is the fact that, you know, these conversations and listening, it's a two way street. Absolutely. You know, if I'm not listening to you, you're not going to listen to me. So, you know, play nice. What'd you say? What'd yeah, you say? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, and, you know, it's just been on my heart that, that I want to do better that, that I want to be able to listen and you know that's that really means a lot to people. It does, and people Listen. people know when you're focusing on them, right? It's a it's a it's an inert sense that we have. I don't know if inert's the right word, but it's a it's a sense uh, that that we have. You know, you look people in the eye and you and you have a conversation. You know, and that's that's what we've lost with with the phones and and everything else, the texting communication. I I think texting is wonderful uh, in in certain areas but yeah. there's zero inflection there's zero sarcasm you know they've not yet invented those two buttons <laughs> so they, sometimes you know you can say something and because people aren't listening to you they're just reading what you put right then they can take it any way they want you know if they're in a bad mood they're liable to take it one way and if they're in a good mood they're liable to take it a different way yeah and yeah that's that's so true and so um yeah I say we go back to smoke signals. Yeah. No, I'm I'm you know face to face communication. Yeah. 
Yeah. Even even Zoom honestly gets a little lost sometimes, you know, sure. because especially I, I know you remember because you probably still have these, but the meetings with like 20 people on a Zoom, Ooh. it is it's it's pointless because only maybe two of those people are really getting their points across and really being heard. Right. You know, and they're probably they could probably have the same conversation on the phone. <laughs> True. Yeah. It just, I don't know. I, I, um, I like sitting across the table from people and actually talking to them. Um, but maybe that's cause I'm old too. Well, it, it's, uh, you know, it, it helps us because there's so many signals, you know, we're talking about listening. So we're concentrating on our ears, but you know, yeah. the signals that we give the hand motions, absolutely the, the you know, emotions, they can <laughs> read our, our uh, you know smile on our face or sure astonishment you know things like that too mike yeah i uh i just made a hand gesture to you and and you uh you knew exactly what i was saying yeah that's because we're we're wise <laughs> is that what it is <laughs> i think i think it might be the opposite of that <laughs> okay <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I, I agree, man. I think that uh, body language is a big deal. Um, and just just watching people as you speak to them is a big deal. Um, you can often. Things will turn on the way that people um, hear what you say. Right. You know, I mean, a conversation can definitely turn for good or for bad um, if you're paying attention to what how people are reacting to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's that's uh, that's definitely a thing that I think is becoming a lost art is uh, speaking to somebody face to face. And that's that's too bad. Uh, I know that COVID really restricted us from a lot of that stuff. And it feels like it kind of sucked the soul out of conversation sometimes, you know, um, because of all the Zoom stuff and, and the way that we communicate now. Um, but isn't it funny that um, this medium that you and I are speaking on now Right. It kind of uh, goes against the grain because it is so personal. You know, audio, it's in your head and you're concentrating on it or right. it's background and you're just receiving it. Right. Um, and that goes against everything that we do these days. You know, I mean, it, it really is like one of the oldest forms of communication. It's just listening to a conversation or just uh, concentrating on something people say. say. Right. Says. I was listening to you and concentrating and, and my mind went more weird. Sure. And, and you know, so you you talked about COVID and and so I, I was thinking on that, Mike, you know, right now if we talked about uh 911, mm -hmm. then it's in our minds, you know, it was really defining, but it's so far back now, but it's really not that far back. You know, you think about you and I, you know, our lives. And, and so where my mind went was, how long is it going to be where that when we say COVID, it's going to be that distant memory like 9-11 is to us. It was a yeah, I, I event in the world. So so anyway, does that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was going to say, I remember when I was teaching and right? I would run across these kids and they would be like, what's 9-11? I was like, holy crud. I don't I, I don't know how this works. Right. But, um, yeah, I just, um, I, I don't know. It's weird getting older like this and, and losing parts of your history. Um, I saw a thing on somebody posted it yesterday. I don't know. It was on Reddit or something. And, um, 
it was a picture of a guy. He had to be like in his twenties or whatever. Right. And, uh, the person taking the picture said they had to shame him because he was holding up a sign and it said, I work in it, but I have no idea who captain Kirk is. Oh. That was just hilarious because that, that kind of encapsulates, you right. know, 11, the COVID though, the anything, all the history. Yeah. It's crazy when you talk to like a 26 year old and say, yeah. yeah, you know, this blah, blah, blah. And they're like, who's that? You know? Right. You can say Bob Barker to one of them at this point. They're like, Who, who's Bob Barker? Who? Yeah. yeah. I was thinking you were talking earlier about focusing like you, on your wife, you to yep. focus on. And so in our, our conversation right now, I feel like I unfocused. It. <laughs> Woo! That's okay. That's all right. Uh, this is mostly about just you and me getting together and BSing anyway, so it's good. Yeah. So what are you reading this week? You know, I, I read the Daily Drucker. Mm-hmm. How often do you think? Probably daily. I, I would say probably daily, but knowing you, it's probably twice a day. Well, no. I, so I've been reading it for almost 20 years. Mm-hmm. And I've got it marked up and all that. Anyway, I'll, I'll stop talking about that. And and so uh, the the nugget from it is what I want to get to from from the Daily Drucker. Yep. And it was from uh, this week. So so really three days ago, he said, uh, and, and he's talking about, well, anyway, I'll just read it. So by themselves, character and integrity do not accomplish anything, but their absence negates everything else. Here's one area where weakness is an absolute disqualification. So talking about people's weaknesses and strengths that you need to play to their strengths, but mm-hmm. and don't worry about the weaknesses because you make the strengths so small, so strong. But anyway, the, if you have a lack of character and integrity, it doesn't matter what your strengths are. Yeah, you know. No, that's absolutely true. Um, I can think of a couple of those people. I there was one in here earlier today that I thought they present themselves as one thing to the public. Right. But I know some stuff from behind the scenes. Right. And it's very hard to respect them because of that. You know, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not judging or anything. I just, um, I don't know. It's, it's hard to, I don't like knowing people's secrets, you know? Yeah. And you feel bad, Mike, and I can sense that. But really, it's not you that caused it. I know that. I know that. It's just, it's hard to, like, if if I were in any other job, well, not any other job, but if I were in another job, I could probably uh, avoid them. Right. In this one, I have to kind of take what I get, you know? Okay. So, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, it's... Uh, and that that again is one of those things where if people would just listen to this person, they would understand what what is actually going on. Sure, sure. But anyway, that always brings it back to listening. So, um, Daily Drucker, uh, those are usually like short bursts, right? I mean, like it's 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 an email that goes out daily, correct? Well, it, it's a book. Oh, and, and so it's it's a daily. Uh, snippet from one of drucker's writings which he was prolific writer oh, i see okay. and so it's um you know a half page to no more than than a, a three quarters of a page yeah and it's um you know real succinct and, and it's just directly from the writing 
-hmm. and there's an action point under each one of those and and so it's it's really really interesting reading them and and what's his first name peter peter f drucker Drucker. that's right all i could think of was mork drucker and mork drucker used to be uh with mad magazine that's the only person i could think of his last name was drucker yeah that's funny (laughs) all right man what is uh what's your final thought for this final thought this is from one of my mentors helen keller you might have heard of her i have okay she said everybody talks nobody listens good listeners are as rare as white crows Mm. that's that's a very rarity yeah that's a that's a a big rarity (laughs) Uh, it always it always strikes me weird when I see like like people post you know the one known white tiger in existence or whatever. Right. Um, how do you know? Yeah. How do you know there's only one? Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, you hadn't been everywhere. There might be one that lives at the bottom of the ocean. You don't know. Yeah. Well, I, I think about with with what Helen Keller said there. You know, you and I were were puffing up our chest, thinking you know how good we are listening. Yeah. And when I read what she said, our good listeners. Hey Melvin, hey Mike, good listeners are as rare as, rare as white crows. Yeah. And I'm like, oh shit, I've never seen a white crow. <laughs> so you know how. Maybe I don't listen as good as I think. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, man, thank you for spending the time with me. I appreciate it. And uh, we'll do this again next week. Hey Mike, let's make the world better together. Let's do it. Ah. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.